Hey guys, welcome to the Fit Dad Lifestyle Podcast, episode 55. Today's guest is Jason Gardner. Jason is a former US Navy SEAL, combat leader, and now leadership instructor with Echelon Front. Jason spent nearly three decades in the SEAL teams with nine deployments around the world, specializing as a sniper and SEAL Team 5 Command Master Chief. Here it is, guys. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the podcast, Jason. Um, mate, can you let the audience know a little quick rundown on your time within the uh, SEAL teams and also what you do currently with uh, Echelon Front? Sure. So I did 30 years in the SEAL teams. I got nine deployments, five combat deployments, and I basically started at the very bottom enlisted ranks and went all the way to the senior enlisted ranks in the U.S. military. I was a command master chief for SEAL Team 5 and for our training detachment for the West Coast. When I retired, I went to work for Jocko and Leif at Echelon Front, and now I do uh, leadership, you know, solving problems through leadership. So I do uh, leadership training and leadership instruction workshops and keynotes and stuff like that. Yeah. Fantastic. mate. And with the leadership stuff, obviously leadership is one of the most important things as a father to help guide their children and, you know, be the example that the children need to follow. What advice would you have from the vast amount of leadership experience that you have within the SEAL teams and now, you know, post post um you know military within echelon front that could help fathers worldwide with you know becoming a amazing leader for their own children sure so uh, one thing that occurred to me uh, as as i was moving up through the leadership ranks is is that the the people you're leading are always watching you and they're going to pick up more from how you behave than what you actually say to them. And this is exactly true for your children. And so you, 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 that, that needs to be in the back of your head all the time. They're like, hey, okay, should I lose my temper in front of my kids? Probably not. If you model good behavior for them and, you, and you're able to actually control your emotions, then that's what they're going to catch and that's what they're going to hopefully emulate in their lives. Uh, they're going to be watching how you treat your spouse and, you know, how you work through friction points and disagreements and all those things. And so keeping that, at least for me, keeping that in the back of my head is helpful and, and helps me to just, you know, always respond and act in a, in a mature manner because I tell you what, I'm not, I, I, it's a struggle all the time to, 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 you know, keep control of my temper, not get angry and haul at other people in traffic and, and just stay mellow and, and, and realize that, that, that example that I'm setting is what they're going to take away from more than anything I could say to them. Yeah, definitely. It's something I, I've noticed as well. And my kids are only six and three at the moment, but you know, whatever I'm doing, the kids want to emulate at all times. But if I tell them to do something, I'll, I'll tell them 10 times and sometimes it still doesn't get done. It's, um, you know, it's amazing that, you know, you mentioned that and it's something that we try and, you know, pass on to other fathers as well. Yeah. And I, 
just going through that with my kids. I asked them to come here and it's like, they didn't even hear me, but I know they did. And uh, my instinct is just to bark at them. And it's, it's not the right behavior to model. The right behavior is to remain calm, call them over, say, Hey, you know, I, I know you can hear me in a flat voice in control your emotion and, and just say this, you know, here are the consequences. Here's what's going to happen. I need, need you to pay attention. I need you to, to do good. And that's the better way to deal with it. And I've noticed with my kids, uh, especially with my daughter, my daughter's uh, nine now, and that you put her in charge of anything, she will completely rise to the occasion. And so we're constantly trying to give them as much responsibilities, both my nine-year-old daughter and my seven-year-old son, as we can. And, and of course, we're, we're watching them to, to backstop it. But the more responsibility that you give them, the more you'll find that they, they rise to that occasion and act more responsibly. Yeah, I like that. Um, that's something, yeah, I'm going to try personally for any fathers out there listening. Definitely try that. Give, you, give your children a little bit more responsibility and a task ahead and, and see how they take it. You know, obviously make sure it's safe and they're not going to veer too far off track, but use it as a learning curve. And as Jason said, you know, let them rise to the occasion and it, it could help in the future in regards to that leadership and that, you know, example that you're setting as well. And here's another thing that, so, so we're, go, we're quarantined up here right now. The kids aren't in school, so they're home all day. And so part of the day they're doing their homework and it, we really get that most of what we need to do every day done pretty quick. So the rest of the day I've got them with me um, out doing whatever projects I'm doing. And I've just started in the last week verbalizing everything I'm doing and why I'm doing it. And they're just soaking it up. The other day we were trying to get a, a small engine started and I said, Hey, here's what I'm doing. I'm checking the oil first. Here's why you got to check the oil. We're going to check the gas level, make sure, you know, here's how you know if an engine needs mixed fuel or straight fuel. And so they're kind of part of the whole process. And so as they're moving around with me, instead of me having to chase them, they're interested in all these different things that, I, that, that I'm doing them. And I think, you know, I, my end state for being a father is, is to make uh, confident, competent, and kind adults. Actually got that backwards. I want them to be kind, confident, competent adults. And so teaching them all these life skills, and they're just going to absorb it as I'm constantly verbalizing, hey, here, here's what I'm doing, and here's why I'm doing it. Yeah, 100%. And I think it's, you know, as bad of a situation as we are in, because we're quarantined as well over here, and I think half the world is at the moment, it, it's a great time to be able to get the kids involved in the day-to-day -day life and, you know, get them doing things that typically they wouldn't have been involved in um, prior to this period. Yeah, it, it is actually, um, it's a detriment, but it's going to be a great opportunity for a lot of us families to just slow down. They've taken a lot off our plate. We can we'll come closer together and spend more time with our kids. Yeah, definitely. And mate, a couple of the main problems we find when we're coaching all the fathers from around the world is 
One, their time management skills, and two, that they're limiting beliefs on their own ability to you know, continue to chase their goals. It's something that we find is that as soon as they have kids, all the goals that they had prior to having children sort of go out the window and you know, all of a sudden they're just sort of stuck in that job and just you know, doing their thing. And it's not everyone, but probably a good 80% of the people that we have in our community are, are like that. What advice would you have for one, working on their time management and two, for continuing to chase their dreams or aspirations, whether that's, you know, business, financial, you know, sporting endeavors or whatever the um, thing is that that father is chasing. Yeah, they've, they've, they've got to be able to prioritize and execute um, what they've got in front of them and not let go of those long-term goals and strike that balance and balance is the hardest thing to find in your life where you're still moving forward progressing as a person but you know living up to the responsibilities that you have as a father and it isn't easy and what's the thing about it is it's it's every day the situation requires you to be in a different place uh opposed to how much time you're spending at home versus how much time you're working on some of these new goals or, or self-improvement. And, and, and it goes back to the example that you want to set, right? You want, you want your kids to see that you're exercising still and staying healthy. And they want to see that improvement doesn't stop when you finish school and it doesn't have to stop ever. And, and it's just, it's, it's, they say it's simple, not easy. And, and that's what it is. It's finding that balance is, is really tricky. Lists help me a lot. Uh, I, I'll sit down at the end of the day and say, hey, this is, this is what I want to get accomplished tomorrow. And then other things come up and you, you detach a little bit. You prioritize and execute and you say, this is important. And now that this is a new priority and you move forward in that direction. The key is, is to remain present in the moment and also be looking towards the future. Yeah, that's amazing advice. And, mate, a lot of our community is also, you know, either current or former serving members of the Australian military or even the United States military as well. What advice would you have for those fathers, one, with the demands on family life from within the military, and two, for those fathers maybe looking to transition or already out of the military? I'd say for those of you who are in the military and when you're on training trips or when you're gone, you just make a little bit of time every day to at least try and communicate with your kids. Uh, if it's, if it's possible doing some kind of video chat on the couple deployments that I did while my kids were younger really, really helped the reintegration phase. I want to come back from a six or seven month deployment and, you know, they're not used to having you around and all of a sudden you're back. And so it, it, it really streamlined that process. Coming out of the military is, is going to give you an opportunity to be around your family more or maybe the demands of your job make, make it so that you're gone even less. And, and, and again, you're just going to have to, to strike the, that balance and prioritize the needs of your family versus their their emotional needs plus what what you have to provide as, as a provider it's so different for 
service members when they come out. I think the key is that they give themselves a mission. When you're in the military, you pretty much usually have a mission or a job and a goal to stay focused towards. When you get out, the transition can be really, really difficult, especially because the loss of your peer group. And so trying to integrate with a new peer group or develop a new peer group of other guys and girls or whatever you got going on that share similar interests and can challenge you as a person is really, really important. Yeah, definitely. I think that's, that's one thing that is gelled. I think our group is about 3000 fathers. And like I said, a lot of them are, are veterans and, and current serving from around the world. And I think having that group there with a lot of fathers with that common interest of wanting to keep fit and healthy and, you know, be that better example for the kids is, is what makes it so tight at the moment. And I think that is, you know, a good focal point of, you know, an example of a peer group. So, you know, if you can't find something in person in your local town, then have a look online. You might be able to get it, you know, virtually. I think that's a fantastic example. And, and like I live in a real rural area, so it's, it's limited and I do interact a huge amount with other other people that I find, you know, other fathers and other people that I flat out just find inspiring online. And, uh, you know, others, there, there's some dark side to social media. There's also a lot of really good portions of social media and other ways to contact with folks online. Yeah, definitely. And mate, what does your physical training look like now? And how does that compare to what it would have been when you're still serving in the, the SEAL teams? so like the last couple the last six or eight years in the teams i was doing a lot of office work as a command master chief so sometimes it was difficult to find the time to work out and now i actually have a lot more freedom to work out than i did before and i'm doing at i'm 50 so I'm doing more body weight workout stuff. My wife and I work out together in the mornings and we'll just watch different videos and do different body work and some light weights. And then I do, uh, I deadlift as well, but I'm still, you know, I'm deadlifting like 180 pounds, 180 pounds. Yeah. Perfect. We'll make sure we, um, I'll give you a log on for the app as well. We've got 45, uh, home-based workouts that you and your wife will be able to do and all the video based demonstrations. So we'll get you across. Oh yes, as please. Well. That would be great. And mate, what do you have coming up with, um, your own personal endeavors or with the echelon front that people might be able to get involved in or come and see you? I know everything around the world is pretty much shutting down at the moment, but what, what do they have online or something where people might be able to you know, find you and, and be yep. involved. So I, I'm a, have the biggest presence on Instagram at jason.n.gardner. And I'll just pretty much show whatever I've got going in in life. Uh, right now we're kind of on hold because there's no social gatherings with doing a lot of the leadership stuff, but we do at, at echelonfront.com. If you want to explore some online leadership training, we've got it going on on there i also we we uh got basically a homestead so we're live on the edge of the wilderness and we're doing a lot of uh, foraging gardening hunting cooking and and all that stuff i'm posting to my instagram page and with 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 the kids involved too 
Yeah, fantastic, mate. Well, I'll make sure I put a link to your Instagram and also the Echelon Front uh, website. So for any dads out there or anyone listening that wants to have a few leadership lessons or get in touch with Jason, you'll be able to go to the description below and get in touch with him. So, mate, I highly appreciate you taking the time of your day today to come on the podcast and we'll have this up and running soon. And yeah, hopefully your family stays you know healthy and safe over there and um, this time passes so we can get back to some normality. Yeah, I really appreciate it. This is a great topic. I love talking about it. And uh, thanks for having me. No dramas, mate. Appreciate it.